It is another player signing here for the Cyclones. And as we get closer to the start of the season, we have another returnee coming back to the clones. Pistol, Patrick Polino, the uh, the nickname that nobody ever knew why it was called that, but uh, you said it, that somebody started saying it. You're not Peter. This is Pistol. Yeah, no. Make sense. I don't know how it came about, but it stuck. So here we are. So, it, hey, and here we are, and here you are coming back to the Cyclones for another year. Uh, Patrick, it was kind of an interesting season last year because you kind of sort of spent half the year with us, but it really felt like it was like one third of the year was with the Cyclones, one third was with Rochester, and then another third, unfortunately, was dealing with the hand injury. So, I mean, how would you kind of summarize your, I don't know, would you call it your first full pro season? Because you play with the Amherst the year before, but it didn't feel like a complete year. Yeah, I, I guess it was kind of like first full year. Um, obviously, I didn't really – I didn't play the whole year. Um, so it was a little weird. Kind of felt like the year before still. I only played like 30 games, 40 games. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was tough getting hurt, but missing a lot of time. I wish I got more games in. But, you know, I, I felt good and confident in my game and was happy with how the season went. So, I don't know if I'm if it's something that you'd be willing to talk about or not, but it's it's you know kind of long forgotten at this point. The Cyclones season ending at the beginning of May, seven game series against Toledo. You played in all seven of those games, had one very memorable goal, uh, but that was like right after coming back from the hand injury, like shortly after that. So, were you a hundred percent, or were you kind of rushing to get back? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I was a hundred percent. I mean my like my legs were good. I was ready to go. Um, hand just wasn't really there. I felt like, um, you know, having it taped up and stuff. So, um, no, I, th I, th I think physically like fit wise, I was, I was good. Um, and you know, I was mentally ready to play in the playoffs. Just hand kind of hindered me a little bit on what I could and couldn't do. Hadn't really gotten hit or anything before the playoffs started. So, just getting back into that and, you know, being out like eight or 10 weeks, I don't remember what it was, but uh, kind of takes a little bit to get back in the swing of a game. And then you get tossed in the playoffs against a really good team. So yeah, it was a little tough. Well, you got hurt in Rochester too. So at the time, did you, uh, I, I thought at least from what I remember, and I could be forgetting because a lot's happened, but I think I remember hearing like we weren't sure if we were going to get you back last season. So was there ever a point where you were questioning if your season was done? And then also like, did you know you were coming back to Cincy long before you got healthy enough to play? Or did you think there was a chance you were staying in Roch? No, I honestly thought my season was done based on, you know, what the doctor was saying originally. Um, and then I ended up healing a little quicker than people thought. Um, didn't, didn't know or have a heads up. I was coming back to Cincy or anything. Just when I got cleared, got called in the office and said, said you guys needed me for a little <laughs> playoff push. So it was good to be back though. Uh, I really liked the guys and everyone last year and, uh, you know, just playing in the playoffs was, was awesome. Um, so yeah. Well, you were only here for a little bit last year, played less than 30 games here, but uh, the games you did play, you were basically a point per game player. You were elite in the ECHL, which is where you'll be back here to start what will be your uh, your third professional season. But um, let's sort of unpack, I guess, the tail end of last year, which is that playoff series. You mentioned, you know, hadn't really got hit 
uh, before the playoffs. Man, what a series that was. I mean, now we're coming back and, you know, the idea is obviously a, a much deeper run, but I've talked to some of the guys that were in that series and you playing in all seven of those games, you know, for better or worse, take the, take the ultimate outcome out of the equation. What, what was that experience like your first time playing uh, playoff hockey at the professional level? Yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, both buildings were were jammed uh, pretty much every game. Uh, you know, it was, it was hard physical hockey, how you expect playoffs to be. Uh, I thought we were going to have them there. You know, we just got unlucky with a couple, couple of the games. Um, but, no, it was a good experience. Obviously, you need, you need experience to win. And, you know, we were a little inexperienced. Uh, so it's good learning. Good learning for the guys that are coming back. Um, and then just have that hunger to, you know, get past the first round and see how far we can take it. What's your uh, favorite goal with the Cyclones and why is it game three in overtime? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good one. Uh, it was tough that it was called no goal at the start, but, you know, glad glad it ended up being a goal. And that's just a cool moment when the whole, you know, the whole team jumps off the bench and comes and celebrates. So, yeah, that was definitely a good one. Uh, not to be selfish, I was so mad when that game ended because I didn't call it as a goal. Like <laughs> I, I am, you know, what, what am I a hundred feet away? So I've got to go with what they're giving me. Yeah. I saw the net come off. It goes through. And if you remember, like, well, like you just said it, it was immediately like, and sometimes you can tell by the ref gestures, like he was so adamant on it being no goal yeah. that I called it as such. And I wish I had that back. Cause that would have been my only like <laughs> OT game, like both games that ended in overtime, for me, were the worst goals possible. Yeah, theirs was horrible. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I said. I'd have to look (laughs) back. I'd have to be like, oh, you know, Albert dumps it in, it caroms around, and it's in the back of the net. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I've never seen a goal like that. Um, So that was was definitely a tough one to lose because it was such a long game. Yeah. Um, You know, kind of lose momentum, but. Yeah. You know, what's funny is you talk about how close it was, like, think back to that game, man, like that, because we know it. And this is, I guess it's neither here nor there. And congrats to Toledo. They did make it all the way to the Kelly Cup. Like they're, they're a hell of a team. There's no denying that. But man, like, if you remember, they came out hot, they got the goal, like we traded goals with them. I thought the Cyclones were the better team in the second, third and in overtime, to be honest. Yeah, we, we definitely did too. That was, that was definitely a tough one to lose. Yeah, because you look back, and if you win that, then you win game two. Now you're up 2-0, 3 I mean, literally, it could have been a 3-0 series. It's, yeah. Hockey is such a crazy game. I mean, and your story, too. Like, you're you're different than a lot of guys, 27 years old, still young into your pro career, but you're already married. You're from New York. Uh, I mean, I wonder if for somebody like you where, you know, a lot of guys do wait a little bit to, to you know, tie the knot. It, does this at all, uh, I guess – contemplate into deciding where you want to play because you had the familiarity here. I've looked at your stats. I imagine if you would have told the entire league that you're a free agent, that you probably would have had 28 offers. Um, does it matter though, you know, being at the chapter of life you're in to make sure you're in the right spot? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can't just think about myself anymore. Um, you know, my wife and I made, made the decision. She loved Cincy last year. Uh, I think it's a great, great city. There's a lot to do. Um, not too far from home. So, you know, that's, that's nice. Our parents can come up pretty much whenever. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we just, we just enjoyed being there. Uh, games are fun. Um, 
fans are great. I mean, it's, it's just a cool place to play. Well, I, I also wonder if it helps too, that when you get the call-ups, it's nice because you and your wife just get to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much only being an hour from Rochester. Uh, we have our place here, so it's good. What is kind of your approach as you enter in this season? You know, you are coming in on an SPC deal, which you did last year. And by the way, I, I should mention you were called up to Providence for a little bit as well last season. So you, you have multiple stops in the AHL. Um, but, you know, what is, what is the approach for you? Are you anticipating being here year round? Are you looking at this as, you know, yet again, another opportunity to prove to, you know, the Amherst that you can be in the AHL? What's kind of your stance? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think I'm just coming into this year trying to be better than I was last year. Uh, have a good start to the season. Um, and then if, you know, someone calls, they call. If not, it just, you know, keep pushing away, help the team out as much as I can and, you know, win games, get back in the playoffs and go on a deep run. I think that's, you know, that's the goal right now. Uh, can't think ahead. Um, just got to, you know, stay with it, have a good start, stay healthy, see what happens really. So uh, you're one of the, uh, honestly, you're one of the last people that we're announcing uh, that has signed with us. So um, I'm not sure if you're a, a social media guy or not, but I, I would at least think that you know a good chunk, if not all the guys that have signed. Um, what is your kind of take on this team? You talked about last year's group being good and the team was talented. And we know this, that, you know, the Cyclones finishing where they did, I think has a lot to do with COVID injuries, call-ups, things of that nature, man. If this team stays together this year, I, I seriously think this is a stacked roster. I, I'm just curious if, if you've had a chance to look at all, not only about the guys coming back, but some of the new faces and what's your, uh, I guess your take from, from the lens looking in. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen pretty much everyone that signed. So uh, I definitely think we're going to be pretty deep up front, um, have a really good forward group, should should be pretty offensive. Um, not too familiar with a couple of the, the D that we have, but uh, after talking with Painter, you know, he's excited about our, our D core. So um, it should be good. Um, and, yeah, I, I think we should have a good team, probably even better than last year based on – what I've seen so far. So that's a positive, um, you know, a lot of guys on the team that can, you know, put points up. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. I would agree with you. I think at least on paper, I, I would say, you know, that this coming roster looks better than last year. And that was hard to beat too, because last year was a pretty darn good squad. Um, as we get to the end of this interview, Pistol, uh, talking about Painter a little bit there, how soon did you know you were going to re-sign with Cincy? I don't know if you were maybe waiting out on an A deal, if that was to come, um, but kind of what's your take on that? I know you mentioned you and your wife both really loving this city, but what's the overall uh, process that goes into that? You know, having the conversation with Jason Payne and then making the decision that, yes, you're, you're going to sign a contract to come to the Cyclones again. Yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping to get hoping to get something in the, in the AHL, uh, painter, painter understood that and he was, he was pretty patient with me. Um, and then it just came to a point where, you know, it was time to make a decision. Uh, didn't want to wait forever. Um, so yeah, just had a few conversations with painter. Uh, you know, he told me about how the team was going to be, um, and how he would help me, you know, get to the next level, which he did last year. So, you know, I, I trust him. Um, He's a great coach and, you know, I'm excited to get back. 
You talk about trusting him. How much trust do you have in just the Buffalo Sabres organization? Because again, this is something where, you know, you're one of those guys and and other teams have them too, where there's this, I, I don't know if you want to call it secret, but like, I would think if you get called up, you're probably going to Rochester. Um, I, I feel like there are guys in this league that sign ECHL deals, but they have an AHL team that, you know, will probably look at them and, and give them the first shake. Um, so how important is it? Cause now this will be your third year being a part of that Buffalo Sabres pipeline. You talked about how painter said, Hey, I can help you develop and, and get looks at the next level. He did that for you last year. I know we had a lot of conversations with Seth Happer, the, uh, what was that last off season that, you know, again, even though you weren't on an AHL deal, we knew we were going to bring you in here and you'd probably get a look, which you did. So, you know, do you value kind of that cohesiveness, um, at, at all three levels from the ECHL up? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a good thing when, you know, the whole, you know, the three, the three teams and the three leagues, you know, have open communication with each other. And I uh, definitely talk a lot about, you know, all the players um, that are playing. So, yeah, I mean, I have a good, good relationship with the guys in Rochester. I enjoy my time there. I mean, uh, it's a good spot to be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if that happens, it happens. Um, but if not, I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to break me down. Uh, I'm just, you know, looking to have a good year and uh, go from there. Well, I, I want to let you go here, but real quick, I'll uh, I'll have a little bit of fun with this. You know, put on your uh, 27 years old, you got the backwards hat, but pretend it's your general manager hat for a moment. Uh, I know, or at least I, I saw somewhere along the road that you were a Chicago Blackhawks fan. You're from Buffalo, New York. Pretty damn good player on the Blackhawks that's from Buffalo, New York. His name is Patrick Kane, if anybody hasn't heard of him. And uh, at least the talk in the NHL right now is, will we see Kane and Taves move? I mean, man, that's, the, you know, for everybody that talks about the Crosby-Malkin duo, there's Kane and Taves, and they've got one more cup. So, I mean, what is uh, – actually, no, I'm wrong. They both have three cups. Um, but uh, just the Hawks did it from, what, 10 to 15. So, uh do you have any opinion on that? What do you think? Because a lot of people are saying they might leave this season. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's a tough situation with their they're kind of going through a full rebuild, and you know, got a lot of young guys, and you know, they may want to stick around for that. They may not want to go through a rebuild and want to try and win another Stanley Cup. So I guess you know, it's a toss up, really. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if a, if a good team comes along, I'm sure one of them will want to go there. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. If listen, if Kane tells you as the GM, I want to, I want to trade. What do you want in return? Some good players and first round picks. <laughs> Some good players. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, we'll find out this year. But uh, first, before that, well, at least I think I don't think they'll move him before the season starts. But uh, before we eventually see the Patrick Kane sweepstakes, we will see Patrick Polino. And a Cyclones jersey here come next month. Cyclones season kicks off on the road. And then on October 29th, it is first face-off back at Heritage Bank Center Saturday at 7.30. Go to CyclonesHockey.com to get your tickets. Patrick Polino, our latest player signing, coming back to the Cyclones for year two. Pistol, great catching up with you, man. Glad we were able to get some words out of you. And uh, look forward to seeing you here come training camp. Yeah, you too. Thanks.